Okay. We're doing now letter 31, which is a letter that focuses on love, on the love needed between Jews. And when we're in a state of love, then all is healthy. Us and the divine presence in the world. As we've known, the statement of the Zohar, the fundamental work of Kabbalah, the tariff aspect of Taira, that the divine presence is ailing in exile. So, so to speak, making comparison between a physical ailment and the divine presence is state, but of course, very metaphorical. You know, she's not sick as we understand sickness. But to understand this relationship that the cause of sickness or health lies in the dispersion, the flow of life from the heart to the organs, as the flow of the blood from the heart is carrying the oxygen that gives life to the body. So when everything is flowing properly and all the organs are in their proper place and functioning together properly, then the life is flowing from the heart to all of them. But if there's any disorder that reduces or hinders or restrains that circulation, that flow of blood and therefore that flow of life from the heart to all the organs, then the bond that's connecting all the limbs with the heart through the circulation is severed, which would remove the life, or diminished, which would cause the person to become ill. So this interconnection of the organs with the heart not only affects the organs, it also affects the heart. And so, so to speak, metaphorically, this is a relationship of the souls and the divine presence because the divine presence is considered our heart and the souls are the organs, as it says in Psalms, concerning God, the divine presence, the rock, my heart, and it says in Exodus, I will dwell within them. So God's dwelling within us, within the souls. As we know, the term for God's divine presence in Hebrew means to rest, to dwell. That the light of God is dwelling in all of creation, giving them life. But the life force can't directly go from God to creation because what relationship is there between creator and creation? All of creation is nothing before God. But the souls have a relationship with the creator because the souls are so close. The souls are like a piece of the creator. So through the souls, the life force can then come to creation, as we say in our blessings our God, King of the universe. First, the flow of life can come to us, to the souls, to be our God, Elokeinu. And then, from the souls to the rest of the world, Elokeinu, King of the universe. The souls came up in God's thought, which is a very inward process, and then energy went outward in God's speech for all of creation. And our sages say that God consulted with the souls concerning creation. So we see here this first part of the metaphor, how from the heart to the organs, from the divine presence to the souls, and ultimately to all of creation is the flow of God's life. Continuing the metaphor, then the blood flows back to the heart, which is also true in this relationship, because the godly life force within the world is pulsing in this ongoing dual dynamic of advance and retreat that the godly life force is drawn downward through the souls to the world and then returns through our divine service in the world to go back to God. As it says in this fundamental work of Kabbalah, called the Book of Formation, there's a famous quote we've had it before, the beginning, the beginning, the uppermost level of creation is wedged in the culmination in the lower, lower level, lowest level of creation. 
the culmination is Wesh in the beginning. So the divine life force drawn down from the divine presence goes down into all of creation and then it returns back to its original source. So going back to our metaphor of the divine presence as the heart and the souls as the organ, so when all the souls are attached and bound up together, the circulation, the flow of the life force works from the divine presence through the soul to the world and from the world back to the divine presence in this continuous pulsing fashion. Their culminations is wedged in their beginnings. This is everything's bound and joined together. The souls through them all the world with the oneness of God. When does all this work? When the souls are one. When all the organs of the body can work together, that's when the circulation flows. As it says in Deuteronomy, you are standing firm this day, all of you, before the Lord your God, which refers to two levels of God, a higher level of Havai and a lower level of Kechem. And then the verse enumerates all these varying levels of the souls of the Jews. So when we're all united, then we're before God on this highest level, Havaya, which then descends to Kechem to give life. When all the souls, even on varying levels, are all united. But if we're not, and there's a blockage, and there's the obstruction, and the flow doesn't happen. And therefore, our sages say that the destruction of the Second Empire, Israel in exile, the exile of the Divine Presence, all comes because of the baseless, groundless hatred between Jews, the dissension between their hearts, God save us. And that's why the Divine Presence is referred to metaphorically as ailing in exile as we opened up this letter with. Now it says in our prayers, in the Amida prayer service, it refers to sickness in the reference to the divine presence in the plural. He supports those who are fallen and heals those who are sick. And we're saying divine presence, which is singular. But since the divine presence is our heart, the plural form is including all the organs, all the souls, because we're animated by the divine presence. So if divine presence is ailing, so are the souls. And if God is healing the divine presence, he's also healing, ultimately, of course, all of us, all of the souls.